Hey everyone. This week's episode is dedicated to my very best friend who passed away unexpectedly this week. Her name was Danielle and she was just one of the most amazing people ever. I mention her in this episode when I talk about having a friend who did massage therapy and to commemorate her a little bit I'm gonna go ahead and include a clip from our favorite movie, one of our favorite quotes here at the top of the episode. This clip is from Knocked Up and is protected under Section 107 of the Copyright Act for fair use. I'm not going to go to the end of the fucking line. Who the fuck are you? I have just as much of a right to be here as any of these little skanky girls. What, am I not skanky enough for you? You're just some roided out freak with a fucking clipboard and your stupid little fucking rope. You know what? You may have power now, but you're not God. You're a doorman, okay? You're a doorman, 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 doorman! So, fuck you! It's not because you're not hot. I would love to tap that ass. I would tear that ass up. I can't let you in because you're old as fuck. For this club, not, you know, for the earth. What? You old, she pregnant. Can't have a bunch of old pregnant bitches running around. That's crazy. Why y'all want to be in here anyway? Y'all need to be at a yoga class or something. What the fuck is she doing at the club? That's, that's not even good parenting right there. Your old ass should know better than that. Listeners, welcome back. This week, I have with me a good friend of mine, Kieran. Why don't you tell everyone how we know each other? Um, I think we've known each other around like two, three years ago now, and we met in some uh, true crime groups on Facebook and uh, kept in touch. Yeah. The content warnings for this case are twins and alleged murder. And the sources for this case are a few articles A Clump of Blonde Hair by Fred Barbash, an article in New York Magazine called Everything to Know About the Yoga Twin Murder Case, and an article for DailyMail.com, Surviving Yoga Twin Breaks Silence. There is an episode of the show Accident, Murder, or Suicide on Oxygen, Season 2, Episode 3, called Twin Tragedy, and there's quite a few articles on the New York Post and the Washington Post. Weirdly, this case also has a Netflix dramatization. So if you would like to see a fictionalized account of the story I'm about to tell, you can check out Twin Sanity on Netflix. Allison and Anne Dadow are born in upstate New York near Utica. They were very, very close, and they're described as being in their own world. They are able to communicate non-verbally. The girls are very confident and outspoken, and their mother dies at home when the girls are with her at five years old. Their mom had a brain aneurysm, and they were actually alone with her body for several hours until a neighbor came by to check in. They become closer than ever after they experience this loss, and they both become cheerleaders when they're in high school. But at this time, they start to have some issues in their relationship. They're extremely popular, but they don't seem to like each other very much anymore. 
So one goes away to college for a little bit and they have this extremely codependent relationship where they can't be separate from each other for very long. In the mid 1990s, they decide to move to Florida together. While in Florida, they make friends with Leslie McMichael. She describes them as always together all of the time, but with very different energies. At this point, the twins have changed their name to Alexandria and Anastasia Duval. Anastasia is very quiet, kind, sweet, protective of others. And Alexandria is a force to be reckoned with. I'm going to assume that also means like a little bit of a bitch. I'm picturing like yin, yin and yang, but not in ways that make each other happy. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because that's exactly how she describes them in one of the interviews. I didn't write that down, but she does describe their yin and yang of each other. They also drive matching Porsches <laughs> and they love to tool around town in their cars. But they also hate each other. Yes, but they still spend all their time together. They said, okay. <laughs> Codependency problems. Much. Just, I mean, like the toxicity of it yeah. all. They start doing yoga and they get really, really into it. And they're described as already very spiritual people. And I think that comes through in Leslie's description of their energies They do become certified as instructors, and in 2008, they opened their first studio called Twin Power Yoga. (laughs) (laughs) They're all in on the twins. Like, I I couldn't find pictures of them in, like, matching outfits, but they're always in athleisure wear. (sighs) Yeah. It's always like a one color tank top and then like some cute workout pants in most of the pictures. And this yoga pose with the hands pressed together in the chest, a lot of pictures of that. I don't know what it's called, but you make your legs look like a four. So like you're standing on one leg with the other leg crossed in front of you and you're doing the prayer hands. A lot of those poses in the pictures. I'll try to find some for the Instagram. Plug, we have an Instagram now. It's at Monsters Walk With Us. All one word, all lowercase, Monsters Walk With Us. Please check us out if you want to see photos from all of the episodes. You can see who we're talking about. By 2015, they have both moved to Hawaii. They work well enough together that they're able to build a decent business again in Hawaii after they've left Florida. Hawaii, May 29th, 2016. Maui police receive a call about a car accident on the Hana Highway. It's a very bendy road, and there are a lot of areas with sheer drops of over 100 feet in some spots. It's known as a very dangerous road. Anybody who lives there or visits there, they know it's a risky spot. At the bottom of one such cliff, an SUV is on the rocks close to the water. When police arrive, there's a ton of onlookers who have stopped and are trying to see what's going on. Some people say that they think they can see someone moving around inside the SUV. The car is totally mangled and there's a very strong smell of gas everywhere. When rescuers get to the car, they find an adult female still conscious. She refuses to provide her name to first responders. They're like, okay, that's weird, but they're more focused on getting her out of the car and giving her medical attention. 
maybe she's in shock and can't think and thinks they're just strangers or something. They see another passenger in the back seat, and that passenger is dead. They have really clear, severe head trauma. The survivor of the crash is airlifted to a hospital about 30 miles away from the crash. She has a broken arm and head injuries. I'm already she hypothesizing is... <laughs> here. <Sorry>. No, no. <laughs> hypothesize away. I am... Yeah. So what, as of now, I think that the one sister killed the other sister and switched and switched identities and became her. That is a very strong theory. And we'll get into that. I'm excited. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) So the surviving twin is still not communicating and does not want to answer any questions related to her name. They learn that the two women are identical twins named Alexandria and Anastasia Duval, and they quickly realize that they have no clue which is which. I didn't see that coming. (laughs) (laughs) They tell the survivor that her twin didn't make it, and they're hoping to get some kind of response, and maybe she'll be upset and say, say the name of the other twin, or maybe this will break her shock and they'll be able to get some more information. Awesome. (laughs) She's given us a lot to really go on. (laughs) Police say that they typically do see like tears, remorse and survivor's guilt in this type of case where one person survives. In this case, the police are finding that she is becoming defensive and she doesn't want to answer any questions. For some reason, this behavior starts to raise a lot of questions about whether or not the crash was actually an accident. (laughs) Go on. The SUV wasn't actually registered to either sister, so they have no clues to help them figure out which twin is which. Oh, I didn't think I was going to say that right, but I got it. You did. (sighs) Say it three times fast. No, no, the one is good. (laughs) We got it. We got the take. Police find the owner, Anastasia's boyfriend. They bring him to the hospital, and he identifies Alexandria as the survivor. Alexandria does not like him being questioned and starts screaming at him to shut up and to stop talking about the police. Nope. Starts telling him to shut up and stop talking to the police. That's not suspicious. Again, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Like, (laughs) I don't understand what these people are thinking. If you're going to pretend to be in shock, just shut up, dummy. (laughs) She's being really discreet and she's keeping it really chill. Chill vibes only. Clearly. Forensic technicians looking at the scene don't find brake marks. And in fact, it looks like someone sped up and drove off the cliff. I mean, this seems pretty open and closed to me. So I'm I'm waiting for the, the twists and turns to happen. The police are now investigating the crash as a possible homicide, officially. This is enough for them to be like, okay, this is sus, as the kids say. They find find a witness who saw the two women yelling at each other in the car and overheard, we need a psychiatrist. I'm excited to watch this Netflix show now. I did not watch the movie. Um, Let me know how it is, though. (laughs) Oh, I will. I'll give you a play-by-play. Okay, good. They find another witness who says that when they saw the car, it looked like people were physically fighting. And they saw 
them pulling each other's hair. (laughs) Alexandria's lawyer later says that she was in shock and that's why she couldn't remember any details at the time. Cops get the toxicology reports back for both twins and determine that both had consumed a significant amount of alcohol before the crash. The car is airlifted back to police headquarters so they can examine the control module of the car. This module is similar to the black box on an airplane, and this means that they can learn more about the car's movements leading up to the crash. Oh, so they'll be able to find out about the acceleration or the braking or the turning. Ah. I see you've done this before. (laughs) (laughs) Anastasia is autopsied. And they recover a few strands of blonde hair in her hands. This confirms the witnesses' report that they were physically fighting. And now the police are wondering if this was an attempted double suicide. <laughs> I don't even mean to laugh, but like... I just can't. Just... Like, are, are you guys... What? <laughs> <laughs> Why over a cliff? Like... It's just there gotta be a better way if that's what's going on. I'm the I really am like, who were these cops? Why? <laughs> I watched them be interviewed in the oxygen TV show, the accident <laughs> suicide or murder show. They seem good. I don't know. As much as there's a good cop, they're they seem like it. I don't understand what happened here. <laughs> anyway. When they start examining the car module, they find that the accelerator was 100% pressed down and that the steering wheel had been jerked 288 degrees to the left, meaning it was obviously a very fast action with the intention of driving off the cliff. Yeah. And that would make this a murder-suicide. Police go to arrest Alexandria on June 3rd, but the house is completely empty. Like, not even furniture, just gone. (laughs) She was just like, peace. Pretty much. At this point, they have probable cause, but they're trying to rush because they're scared that she's going to leave the island and travel back to the mainland. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs) They end up tracking her down at a hotel in town, and they arrest her for second-degree murder. She pleads not guilty and sticks with her accident story. The forensic techs, witnesses, and detectives all testify. She pleads not guilty and sticks with her accident story. Her lawyer decides that their best bet is to go with a trial by judge. So instead of having 12 jurors figure it out, they're going to give all the evidence to the judge directly, and the judge will make the determination about what happened. Interesting. Because obviously if you get 12 people and there's even two that are like us, (laughs) they got a problem with their defense. You know, gestures broadly at everything. Correct. (laughs) The judge finds that the burden of proof has not been met and Alexandria is released. Alexandria leaves Hawaii and attends Anastasia's funeral back in New York. The prosecutor is convinced it's a murder, and he decides that he's not going to let it go. Yeah, because obviously uh, we see why you think that. (laughs) We can clearly see why you believe this. 
they start working towards a grand jury indictment and are trying to bring in more and more evidence. And they want to figure out if there's any chance that the passenger caused this accident or if not, what could have happened? A passenger is doing the 260 degree turn. Well, they said that there was hair pulling, right? So they're trying to figure out like what could maybe have happened reasonably. They do a crime scene recreate, not a recreation. Not a recreation. (laughs) (laughs) Parks and crime scene recreation. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Oh my God. That's your your new, that's going to be your new podcast. Murders and Parks, the series. They do a crime scene recreation to prove that Alexandria had to be responsible for the crash. Mm -hmm. And they are able to prove that the passenger could not have forced the driver to turn as hard and as fast as the car had been going when it went off the cliff. They decide to start investigating the twins' past, and to their surprise, they find a history with law enforcement. Interesting. The twins had a lot of physical fights, and when they drank, their issues would get worse and the arguments would start up. If you know anyone that drinks but they shouldn't, And like one drop the wrong direction is like, we're all in for a bad time. That's what I am thinking they both were like. (laughs) Like they get the first sip of wine and they're like, let's brawl. Like the the second somebody looks at them the wrong way, it's like, what did you say? Yeah, but to each other. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because they have to drink together, even though they hate each other. They have to do literally everything together because of their twin power. The cops find when they lived in Miami, their yoga studio had become pretty successful. Actually, a reality show producer approached them talking about like we could possibly start a show. I'm kind of sad that I never got to see that. The yoga studio they were in at the time was in a cheaper part of town. And they decide that it's best if they move their studio to a very expensive location in West Palm Beach. But then progress on the reality show has slowed down and then eventually it just gets put on the shelf and there's no plans really when it's gonna if it's gonna get picked up or when now the twins have more bills than they can pay because they stupidly rented this big west palm beach property and now there's no reality show to film in there which is the whole reason they rented it in the first place What's that saying? Putting the horse before the cart? Yeah. Girls, let's pump the brakes and just let's critically think for like a minute. Maxing out credit cards left and right. Right, exactly. They end up having to declare bankruptcy. Instructor Shelly Slatkin, who trained with the twins in Florida, recalled the 2013 incident where they appeared drunk as skunks and barged on into her class. She said, they both came in wearing street clothes and changed my music, which, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what did they put on just, like, club music? Right? Like, what? And they started adjusting students' poses, going around the room and adjusting people's bodies. (sighs) Go home, you drunk. She says they were doing all the things that they taught her not to do. These guys have such an unhealthy relationship. Oh my God. It's, I know they're twins, but I can't imagine spending every minute with someone. 
do you know about the um, conjoined twins, uh, Lori and Dory? Mm-mm. They're like the oldest living conjoined twins, and they live in Reading, the town that's one of the cities that's kind of close to me. I live in the mm-hmm. middle of nowhere, but um, no, growing up, like you'd see them around town every once in a while, like at the mall, and you know, they have to do everything together because they're attached. But I'm just picturing like these twins, you know, like having, like they don't have to do everything together, but they might as well be. They're voluntarily <laughs> yeah. deciding to do every single business decision together and just like tie themselves even more to each other. Shelly also says that she didn't realize until later that it could have been that they were drunk. Shelly, what? I mean, I guess, but that seems kind of silly to me (laughs) that you didn't like smell it on them or... I also love the image of them like busting into a yoga class halfway through and then blasting like gasolina. (laughs) you know like it's 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 so not relaxing to be like your balls deep in your yoga class getting your meditation on you know one with your mind body and soul and these two drunk bitches bust in there (laughs) i'm picturing like one for like a brief moment like strobing the light yes as well (laughs) Alexandra's hitting the the fist pump in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And then they're like touching people's bodies. They're like moving them around and being like, you're not doing it right. (laughs) And this woman didn't know. (laughs) Poor Shelly. I'm like, Shelly, you sweet baby angel. Are you so naive? You're like, oh, they're just having a weird day. (laughs) The twins have stopped paying their employees. They stop paying rent on the studio and they do not reimburse any members when they abruptly just shut the doors to the businesses and close down. They just noped just right out. They leave Florida in a bit of a rush and try to start over in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just just, have a minute for that. I just, all my, I just, all my disgusted sighs. They're just such messes. Like I just wanted to like just sit down and take a breath and look at your life, both of you. Like look at your life, look at your choices. It could be so much easier for both you, of you. You two bitches. If you just <laughs> took like a vacation from each other, I bet it'd be so great for you both if you just went to like just, opposite halves of the country for two hell, weeks. Just go go get massages in separate rooms. Oh my <laughs> god, you know they're getting the couple's massage package. Yes, absolutely. Oh my Atlanta. <laughs> I had one of those ones that I got on Groupon for like a really good deal, but it was one of the worst experiences of my life. I I've never had a couple's massage. I don't know if I'd actually like So oh. let me describe it to you this is not the usual I'd like to be very clear one of my best friends does massage this is not how it goes it's like a (laughs) legit place it's just how it went where I went it was called you relax which I I think it's a chain but this was a particularly janky one of them this already just the name of it just sounds shady yeah it was the letter U of course it was yeah of course it was I go with my co-grad hall director. It was like me and one other person in this role at the school. And we get along really well. Thank you for keeping me alive at that point in my life. Chelsea Lascalzo, shout out. We 
end up going to get this massage together and they're very weirded out when we walk in and I can't put two and two together and realize they're like, Oh, they're gay. I, that does not occur to me whatsoever. It's not two friends getting a massage because that would not happen. Right. They take us into separate rooms and I think it is a family business. So I have the younger person and she has the older person, two women. I uh, have never had a, full like back massage before. So I think it's kind of weird that I get down to my underwear, but whatever the young woman doing mine comes in and she starts tucking my underwear. So like more of my butt cheek is exposed and I have no idea what to do. I'm wildly uncomfortable, but it's happening and it's, ha- it's happening. This is happening. It's fine. That as long is as my so underwear don't come they, off, it's okay. It's so no, weird that they didn't explain it to you. Like no, that's, no that's introduction. Like, just what? like I, yeah. She also is using baby oil and not like a massage oil. And the wall doesn't go up all the way to the ceiling. There's like a little bit of a gap. So it's not the most relaxing experience. It's not a you relax like I thought it was going to (laughs) be. And as she's doing my massage, it's very rough. I'm very tender and delicate. I'm like a very delicate flower. And I need just like a very light pressure is going to be just fine for me. She's going in and as she's doing it, her hair starts hitting my back. Her hair is hitting my baby oil back and I feel it. Were you at like a massage parlor? I have wondered that from the moment we left because my friend described immediately being worried that she was going to be paralyzed before she left. Like it was the hardest, weirdest, worst massage that she had ever had. I... (laughs) I'm fairly certain that I was at like a non-legitimate massage parlor that had a secret menu on the side, which is fine. I am not here to judge. Yeah. Sex work is totally fine work, but it was really, the hair on my back haunts me. I'm talking about it now and I'm so (laughs) uncomfortable just remembering. No judgment, but also like kind of a scene out of a sitcom. Yes, like, very that. Two, very like, that. Girlfriends going out to get a massage, and you're like, wait a second. <laughs> it was the weirdest 90 minutes <laughs> I at that point of my whole life, I think. It was so strange. Oh God. And her hair was short. So she her face had to be so close to my back. You did it's so oh my God. I just oh my God. So they leave Florida quickly and they try to start over in Utah. They're also kicked out of quite a few restaurants at this time for being too fucking drunk. Not too drunk at a bar, at multiple restaurants. I'm picturing them like ordering like a full bottle for each of themselves. Oh my God, right? They get bottle service, but individually. Yes. Because they can't decide on a wine. And we know when they start drinking, they start arguing. Don't ruin my dinner. I'm trying to enjoy one thing in Salt Lake City. Please. <laughs> I've never been there. I'm just, you I've, know, I've I have only, feelings. Um, I only had a layover there and you could smoke cigarettes inside. I thought it was really weird. Oh. It was in like the um, early 2000s. Yeah, that's late for that. Yeah, it was weird. Really weird. <laughs> I've been getting like but, some uh, Mormon talk, like ex-Mormon TikTok action on my For You page. It's fascinating. 
Ooh, I, I should get into TikTok. I'm really bad with technology. It's, I, I, it I will really suck you right in. It's a good yeah. escape, like complete zoomed into the, only that escape. But bad too, because that can happen for hours. <laughs> Around this same time, Alexandria's ex-boyfriend describes an earlier car wreck where Alexandria had lost control of the car. When police get to the scene, the twins are fist fighting. You can't get like two sentences into this where we are just like without the <laughs> twins are fist fighting. Like, <laughs> just guys. <laughs> Alexandria is arrested for a DUI. Anastasia is arrested for telling a cop that she was going to kill him. <laughs> I mean, that one's kind of funny. <laughs> You know that she had to really piss off that cop because she's a white woman. Yeah, and still like, got arrested. Drunk white, like, what did she start like slapping him? Like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Right? She's flipping <laughs> out. Like, if I can't fight her, I'm gonna closet. fight you. Yeah, come on. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the twins decide after this that it's time to start over again. Why not? <laughs> it's worked so far. It's worked great so far. Like I love them because they are terrible. It's it's like the most iconic chaos. I can't talk right now. I'm doing hot girl shit. I got to fist fight my twin. <laughs> so, the twins moved to Maui in December 2015. Just keep on moving west. Yeah. That Christmas, they get in trouble again for disorderly conduct. At this point, this is six months before the crash. You want to say it's an escalation, but really it's just a continuation. Yeah, it's just the same pattern being repeated in different states. Detectives learned that the twins had a lot of sibling rivalry. Because, of course... (laughs) Because, duh. (laughs) Their relationship is very hot and cold, as we've figured out. I have gathered. I have to be with you all the time, but I fucking hate you. Anastasia's ex-boyfriend, Jeffrey, says that Anastasia told him, Alexandria steals all my boyfriends. He also says that one night he woke up and Anastasia was crying, topless in bed with just a skirt on. He goes over and is hugging her and consoling her. And the bedroom door opens and Anastasia walks in. I was going to say it's the other one. The woman in bed was Alexandria. So gross. They're so creepy. And sexual assault, just to be clear. Like, there's no consent there. No. Like, oh. Nope. I would have been done right then and there. He also says that everything could be going fine and the three of them would be hanging out. But then out of nowhere, they would start fist fighting, throwing glasses at each other, just totally wilding out. And then five minutes later, it would be like nothing ever happened. I'm picturing them like, I don't know if you're a Trekkie, but like Betazoid, like they basically can talk like uh, telepathically. I'm just picturing them like, he doesn't know why they're fist fighting, but they're like, and then they just like go at it. God. I, it's like, it's so crazy that you could be throwing glasses and fist fighting and then like a minute later is like, whatever. I can't do that. I can't squash a beef. 
I don't remember if this ended up or is going to end up in an episode, but I have beef against someone from like seven years ago. And I didn't even fucking remember what it was. I just was like, like yo, I have beef with that motherfucker. He, so he came up and I was like, yeah, I have a problem, but I don't remember what it is. And then my friend started to tell this story about some shit that went down and I was not even there. And I have held this beef to this day. <laughs> I'm the same way. Like, all you have to do is tell me to not like a person. And I'm like, I'm, I'm on board. You don't I'm even sorry. have to tell me. I just like my friend's friends all the time openly. Yeah. Police find out that the twins' neighbors would regularly complain to the landlord because all this screaming and fighting is happening all the time. Jeffrey also says that Anastasia had told him never to get in the middle of one of their fights and just to let them fight. It's best. <laughs> We're going to fight it out. And then we'll telepathically talk it out and it'll be fine five minutes like, later. <laughs> and they're obviously though, like, you know, like they're fighting regularly, but they're not causing like any face injuries to each other any like they know where to hit yeah like, it's like we're gonna hit each other you can't sell the yoga brand with two black yeah. eyes <laughs> jeffrey and anastasia break up just a few months before the crash and anastasia meets someone new at bible study they plan to go camping in hana alone alexandria insists on coming on the trip because of course i'm coming on your trip with your boyfriend what the fuck it's not weird The boyfriend said that right before this trip or right at the start of this trip, that Anastasia had an out-of-body experience and told him and Alexandria one of them was going to die soon in the water, one of the three of them. In 2001, another former boyfriend of Anastasia, Keith Weiss, was interviewed and he said that he was driving about 85 miles an hour down the Sawgrass Expressway, which is in the Florida Everglades with the twins. At the time, they still went by their birth names, Allison and Anne, in his Pontiac Sunfire. And the twins erupted in a massive temper tantrum because he wouldn't pull over so they could have another glass of wine. <laughs> They're so extra. Like, and at this the point, the most extra. Anastasia was in the front passenger seat and she started kicking at the steering wheel and Alexandria was screaming in the back seat. How, how old are they again? Anastasia was 37 or 38 at the time of the crash. So these are like grown mature. They were in their late thirties. Yes. They were mature enough to not be behaving like this. Not even like, I I mean, not that it's an excuse, but like you can picture somebody maybe in their like early twenties. Yes. Seeing this crazy. Yes. uh, This unreasonably drunk and needing to have a glass of wine on the road even. Yeah. Like, Like, at this point, you are just, like, certifiable. Like, you just, you need a, uh, uh, you need some help. You need a psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah, you need a psychiatrist. Yes. You're right. You probably need some long-term Whoever said that, you're right. Intervention yes. at some point. <laughs> he also says that they were literally, like, little kids throwing the temper tantrum. Just... And that he almost drove off the road, and he had to start yelling at them that they were going to kill all of them. He says that they were great people when they were sober, but the second they started drinking, it was like Jekyll and Hyde. But they're both Jekyll. (laughs) (laughs) On the morning of the accident, the twins started drinking early, even by their standards. 
they start fighting and they leave Anastasia's boyfriend at the campsite driving off. (laughs) Because they can't just stay put and drink. Nope. Automatically need a high risk behavior. Yes. Yes. Yep. A group of Boy Scouts sees them on the highway and they can see that a fight is happening inside a pulled over car. The driver then throws the car into gear and speeds up and over the cliff. Also, those poor Boy Scouts. No, like all that PTSD. So fucked up. Yeah, you're just trying to get your merit badge. The only people I feel bad so far are like the the boyfriend because the boyfriends like, all the, the boyfriends, boyfriends and those, all and the, the boyfriends boys. they've ever had in their life i'm so sorry then just days after the alleged murder alexandria started dressing up as her dead twin and coming on to anastasia's grieving boyfriend frederico bailey i am not shocked like it's on brand but I don't it's like so it. on brand that's a good point i don't know how or why we'd expect anything less than the best from you. He is quoted as saying, when I saw her in Anastasia's dress, it was so disturbing. Anastasia had just worn that dress a few nights earlier. Alexandria began cuddling up on me. It seemed like she was flirting with me. Well, you don't casually cuddle your morning. (laughs) Oh, I can't. Yeah. You can technically, but it didn't seem like they had that type of relationship. I don't think so. That's not what it sounds like from how Alexandria was talking to Jeffrey and saying, over my dead body, please do not. Literally over my dead body. Oh my God. That light bulb just went off in your head. I I don't know if you saw my face, but I was like, oh. Yes, I did. (laughs) It was kind of awesome. (laughs) Gosh, it's like the definition of the phrase. My God, this bitch. Police are now ready to bring criminal charges again, because at this point they have ruled out an accident with all the evidence that's available. They believe it's murder. They present second degree murder charges again to the grand jury and ask for an indictment on Halloween, 2016, the grand jury does indict Alexandria and a warrant is issued for her arrest. She is back in New York in Albany, according to Keith Ranieri, the crown jewel of New York. (laughs) One month after the arrest, Alexandria is extradited back to Maui. She's released on bail and required to stay on the island. And her defense team again requests the bench trial. Trial by judge, not by jury. They only have to convince the judge, not the 12 strangers. So wait, how she was able to be charged with the same crime twice? I think uh, I might have misspoke. And in the first time they were trying to get the indictment, from the judge and he dismissed it. Ah, uh, they didn't go to trial. This is the okay. first time they go to trial. Okay. So I think I just miffed it there. The prosecution figures that the defense is going to be their good old standby. This was an accident and we're going to lean into that. So the prosecution starts to gather all of their evidence from the crime scene recreations so they can prove that there's no way this was an accident. January 29th, 2018, the trial begins. The defense argues that the police misread the car module and they say that there's absolutely no motive. The prosecution does not introduce the blood alcohol content. <laughs> I'm just We're just staring what? at each other right like, now. Well, 
I mean, I feel like that's relevant. Like I would agree. I would agree. Later, the prosecutor says that the twins being intoxicated is not actually pertinent to the crash. Then, like, DUIs don't exist? My guy, what? What? (laughs) And they were, like, turned. Like, they started drinking early this day. And you know when you drink a lot, you have a high tolerance, and you have to, like, drink more and more? Yeah. So they're, like, four bottles of Andre Deep each like there is so much alcohol i oh my god the prosecution calls quite a few witnesses that testify they saw on the day of the crash arguing hair pulling the fighting and all of that is then used by the defense to say that anastasia caused the accident that was the one who died right yes let's just victim blame her yeah And not take any responsibility for what you did as the driver. You could have continued the argument with the car pulled over. You could have hit the brakes. At all. You could have (laughs) taken your foot off the accelerator so it wasn't pushed down 100%. It's the part that's irredeemable for me is that the car was pulled over and you were arguing. So that right there, like you could have got out of the car. You could have walked away. You could have made her get out of the car. Yeah, there's no way that she could have put the car into drive and made it go forward. Correct. One of the witnesses changes their testimony by the time they get to trial. And this is a big win for the defense. Alexandria does not testify in her own defense. On February 1st, 2018, the judge announces his verdict. The trial was less than a week long. Alexandria Duval is found not guilty of second-degree murder. Whatever. I mean, I can see there being reasonable doubt. Like, even though, like, it looks fucking obvious as shit. <laughs> and you are wrong, Judge, but okay. Yeah. The judge but. states that his decision was based on the hair evidence. Because Anastasia had a few strands of hair in her hand, it shows that she was yanking... Alexandria's hair hard enough to pull hair out. What you, you said it was like two, a 280 degree turn that the 288 wheel, degrees 88, that it was turned like yanking hair isn't going to make you do that. And yanking someone's head in that direction doesn't change the movement of the steering wheel. Like, I watched the videos of the recreations of the accident. It doesn't look like there's a way that you can make that happen as the passenger, no matter how hard you're pulling. Like, you're the passenger. You're pulling their head from left to right. The driver still had to do that sharp turn the other direction with the wheel. Let's just for a minute say that Anastasia possibly was pulling hair hard enough to cause the accident that wouldn't be clumps of hair out of her scalp leaving bald spots behind because i will show you the picture and i will post the picture i would estimate it's like 10 to 15 strands of hair and that's being exceedingly generous i think is like even though like it's pretty obvious to me that she clearly meant to do it like did she really want to live 
because my like knee-jerk reaction is to be mad at her, but it's also a little bit sad if she wanted to die too. That's true. I don't really have that empathy for her because she could have let her sister get out of the car first. But since they're like so attached, she could she could have been like, it has to be like both of us. You got to come with me. But right? also the twisted stuff of like seducing the boyfriend like makes me also stop feeling bad for you after that. You obviously have a lot of issues, but you're still a huge piece of shit in the actions that you took. The worst part is that someone fucking yelled, we need a psychiatrist. That, that, just that. Get out of the car. Let your sister get the fuck out of the car and stop fist fighting for 10 seconds. The judge said that, quote, the evidence tells me in the critical period, the deceased pulled her sister's hair so hard she could yank it out of her scalp. Alexandria moves back to New York. Later, she gets in touch with Jeffrey, Anastasia's ex, and talks with him about what she's been through and how much she really misses her sister. (laughs) I roll my eyes with the force of 1,000 sons. I'm almost like picturing like some type of like like when they were kids they were like creepy like in the annabelle movies the creepy twins yes (laughs) and they just grew up in to be these just like very dark (laughs) the codependency to the level of we are going to open multiple businesses and defraud people. There's a lot. Uh, like, there. I mean, they, they really did have like, it's not really shocking that their story ended up really dark. There just wasn't anything good happening there. Like that was just straight up two way physical, emotional abuse. Like they just, I mean, they never got psychologically evaluated or anything like that. As far as I could find, I'm sure that finding their mom and being alone with their mom's body, that has to have some psychological impact. And oh, like for trauma. sure. I was just thinking they didn't really have like a solid base when you have that like really hard ingrained trauma like right. off the bat and then you don't have it tended to. Like you can, you know, have issues. <laughs> it's sad too that there was an opportunity for them to go their separate ways. And ultimately that was just too hard for them when one of them went away to college and they just are like nope (laughs) yeah it's would have been avoidable and at any point if they had been able to identify like the reason we keep fucking it up is because we are we have no boundaries with each other and the amount of people that they traumatized and defrauded in the process those students in that class have to live the rest of their life (laughs) <laughs> with the fact that these drunk bitches broke in in the middle of their yoga just like, session. Like, just touched them without consent and, like, moved away. Yes. Like, <laughs> and they probably didn't even put them in the correct forms because they were fucking wasted. Alexandria also goes on Dr. Phil a few years later. The clip is available on YouTube. It's totally meaningless. Dr. Phil is asking her questions and she's just talking around stuff and she does not answer anything substantially. She's gone on to just live a life out of the spotlight now. I think she's still in upstate New York in Albany. And that is the end of the story of the yoga twins. 
I personally feel that she is responsible and should have been held responsible criminally, but unfortunately that did not happen. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Um, That's annoying. (laughs) But that was a wild ride. So let me show you the pictures that I found. Yes, yes. I found actually this article has some other stuff in here that I didn't find. So that is like pretty much what I was picturing. Yeah. Very stereotypical kind of nondescript blonde This article also says their dad gave them the keys to his Cadillac and would just give them his credit card and they would spend thousands of dollars on designer clothes for school. So like you helped to create this monster. So this is There's just kind of a lot of baked in entitlement. Yes. This is them um, at one of their yoga studio shoots. This is them after getting arrested in Salt Lake City. (laughs) So um, this is Allison, a.k.a. Alexandria, the twin that survived. And this is Anne, a.k.a. Anastasia. Were they able to, like, 100% determine who actually died? They pretty much identified by, like, the ex-boyfriend, I personally don't think they look that identical. I don't know if that's just me. I think they'd be able to tell them apart. No, I don't think so either. It looks like, like there might be like a birthmark difference or something on the, the one. Right. And like the one face is a little bit rounder. Right. I guess we'll see what the people think on Instagram. Please leave a comment on Instagram. Let us know. This is them in high school. When I'm like, okay, they look more identical in this picture. I I think also because the hairstyle is like... The same. The exact same, yeah. This is them in junior ROTC, which I did not find in my research. So that's a surprise. I guess the Daily Mail does good deep dives. Oh, this is the apartment building they moved into in West Palm Beach. Matching Porsches It is ES. Yes. Um, these are those arrest photos. This is the car. That's rough. Yeah. And this is her on Dr. Phil and that one's small, but that's a trial. (laughs) Like just looking at her just made me a little bit angry. Yeah. Just knowing she's out there living her life. Like that is not all right. Like. Thanks so much for joining me. I had a lot of fun recording this one. Yeah, this was a blast. It was a wild ride. Listeners, uh, thanks so much for tuning in. And we are now available on Instagram. Anybody wants to see the people we're talking about, we'll be posting those. Same day's episodes come out on Mondays. Hi, friends. If you like the podcast, I would love if you would go ahead and leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It's the only place that I can actually get ratings and get reviews and get ranked. Please check us out on Instagram at Monsters Walk With Us, all one word. And I'd love if you could send us an email and tell me where you're listening from, maybe suggest a case. The email address is hidden period monsters period walk at gmail.com. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week.